The material and information contained in this podcast is for general information purposes only. You should not rely upon the material or information in this podcast as a basis for making any business, legal, medical, or any other decision. If you listen to me, you're a fool. Research for yourself. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Wessex, and this is the Art of Being, the podcast, and today I'm going to take a pause from all the trials of the world. I want to give you a little bit of parenting advice. Yeah, parents, man. Look, uh, I have a child, and uh, I'm not saying that I'm the expert, but I see a lot of people preaching parenting advice, and they kind of miss some stuff. They miss some points, you know, because they reference a lot of versus spare the rod and all these other things and teach them in a way and they should not depart and that's good things but but i would rather provide you an example through story to show you how to be a perfect parent how to be the best parent that has ever walked the face of the earth and i'm going to do that through the story that is not my own but uh the story of the messiah because guess what he had y'all he had two parents. <laughs> he had two parents. Uh, I don't want to get in arguments about that. There's so many theolog- uh, theologians that debate all kinds of stuff about that. I don't want to talk about it. He did have Joseph and Mary as his parents for a time in his life. That's a fact, and we're just going to go from there. We're not going to get in uh, to any of the debates that revolve around uh, his birth and who was his real father. I'm not going to get into that. I, I, I will study that on my own, and you can too. But we do know that the Messiah had parents. That's a fact. Joseph was alive at the time of his birth, and he had a mother, Mary, who lived all the way until his death. These are facts. And here's another fact. You weren't picked to be the Messiah's parents. (laughs) You weren't picked. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is trillions of people on this earth, and the Most High decided on two people for a reason to be the Messiah's parents. They were picked for a reason, and it wasn't because they're bad people, all right? Uh, I love the saying, I've I've heard it uh, said before, is Catholics give Mary too much credit and Protestants don't give her enough. And I absolutely believe it, man. She's the mother of the Messiah. You know what I'm saying? She she was picked for a reason. (laughs) You weren't picked to be nobody's mama. You know what I'm saying? Or you were picked to be a mama of a hellion who's, uh, you know, raising raising trouble in school. All kinds of stuff. But Mary and Joseph were picked for a reason, and it is because they were righteous individuals. God doesn't choose unrighteous. Just go ahead and look at the history of people he blesses. You know what I'm saying? He don't be blessing uh, unrighteous people. He, he does it for righteous people. And having the Messiah is a blessing. A lot of people don't know that a lot of women of the tribe of Judah of the time were full aware that the Messiah would be birthed from their line. And a lot of them were kind of looking out for that kind of thing. You know, like that's a that's a real thing in history at that time. Women knew, yo, if you from Judah, 
you might be birthing the Messiah. Like that might be a thing. And that was motivation to live right and to live righteous and to follow uh, the laws and statutes of the Most High. And there is the crux of the matter, my friends. There is the crux of the matter. If you want my parenting advice, I would say do what the parents of the Messiah did. That's probably a pretty good example. And uh, they're the best ones. They're the best for a reason. I, I don't need to go into it too much. We all know they were picked for a reason. We all know you wasn't picked, but they were, okay? So they were picked. So uh, how do we get parenting advice from uh, Joseph and Mary? That's interesting. You, you would say, I don't really see a lot of Jesus's early life, so we don't really know how they were brought up because that's not covered in the scriptures. Wrong. Wrong. We know exactly how Joseph and Mary raised Yahshua, our king. And I'll tell you why. Because Yahshua had some requirements, right? All right, let me, let's get theological for a second, all right? Yahshua had some requirements. He had to fulfill the law. This is not the time to talk about what fulfill means. But if you're not a Messianic Israelite, you need to look at the word fulfill. Palero. Look it up. You need to, you need to do studies in the Greek of the word fulfill, but I'm not going to get into that. But but we do agree, uh, pretty much all, across all of our different denominations in, in America, we do agree that Yeshua had to fulfill the law. He had to do it. If he didn't live a perfect, sinless life, he could not have been the Messiah. He, he couldn't have done it. He had to be perfect so that he could be the lamb without spot or wrinkle, so that he could die, so that his blood could be shed to provide a, a, a second chance for me, so that I may be resurrected. On the day of judgment, people ain't going to make it. But I am. Why? Because the perfect blood of Yeshua was shed on my behalf. He died to show us that he was the Passover lamb. And so he had to be perfect. His death had to happen at exact right time. His ministry had to happen at the right time. He had to even speak the right words and act accordingly when he was presented with situations with the Pharisees. If he chose wrong and they did catch him, because they was always trying to catch him, the Pharisees was always trying to catch him. And what they were trying to get him to do was to violate Torah. That's what they were really trying to do because that was grounds for death. And then we could just kill this guy and be done with it. And he never did. He never did. Yahshua, Jesus our king lived a perfect, righteous life. The only man to ever accomplish this feat was Yahshua, my king. He had to be perfect. And he had to be perfect according to the law. And that is the law found in the Torah. He had to. Now, whether you think Torah continued or not, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. All right, so hang, stay with me. Whether Torah is uh, done away with, or it is forever, we are going to get to that point. But right now, I want you to understand through the scriptures, take a second to think about it, that Yeshua, our King, our Messiah, had to fulfill the Torah. That was the definition of sin. It's in it's in 1 John chapter 2. And so we know it's in the New Testament. That's just a quick, easy reference. But if you read the Torah itself, it's all over the place. I just gave you a quick reference. But it basically, transgression of, of law of Torah is sin. That's, that's what it is. So he had to fulfill the law, or he could not have been the Messiah. Now, that being said, do you think when Jesus was uh, two years old that he was a two-year-old? Or do you think he was 
a bearded man headed for the cross. What do you think? Do you think when he was one that he wet himself? Did Jesus wet himself? Do you think that Mary had to clean boo-boo out of Jesus' backside? Or was Jesus some miraculous thing that never never boo-booed on himself? He was, he's, he's just this miraculous human. He came out the womb like, yo, mom, you need to, you know, my father in heaven has sent me, uh, like, at birth. Do you think he did that? No, right? Because he was a man. Because he was fully man. Okay? Not going to get into debates on, on whether he's man or God or whatever. But we, because that the Trinitarians and, and all those other things. I'm not going to get into that. But I will say that we do know he was a man, an actual man, who had to live a life common to man, and he had to be perfect in order to be the Messiah. Let's, can we agree on those facts? If we can't, turn this off. Don't share it with your friends. But if we can, let's move forward. Let's move forward, okay? And so the Messiah had to be perfect. And when he was uh, a day old, he acted like a day old. He cooed, he cawed, and he needed Mary's milk. Mary breastfed that child. Mary breastfed uh, Yahshua because that's what they did back then because they didn't have formulas. So Yeshua was breastfed by Mary. Yeshua couldn't climb up there himself and produce his own milk miraculously. It, Mary's milk didn't turn to wine in, inside of her breasts. Okay, he was a baby. He was a baby. And what seven-day-old baby or eight-day-old baby do you know can control any aspect of their life? Go ahead. I'll wait. Man, they can't. Man, I seen a baby horse plop out, and that baby horse don't take off running. Like, day one, just take off running. Uh, like, already moving around, walking around. I seen baby cows, baby goats, they just plop out. They start talking, they start doing stuff. But a human baby, a human baby is different. They are worthless. They can't do nothing, you know, uh, they can't walk, they can't talk, they can't uh, tell you if they're hot, hungry, tired, they can't tell you nothing. They are at the beck and whim of their parents, which is why these two parents were picked because God knew they were going to be parented in the right way. God knew that, that Joseph and Mary would parent the right way because he knew that his fully man son that came to earth would need parents that did the right thing. All right, and I'm going to get to it. What is a requirement for circumcision in the Torah? You got to get circumcised on the eighth day. Okay. What also is a requirement for Torah? You got to go to Passover feast. You got to be in Jerusalem at the temple. All right, I can't even do it because the temple's gone. I can't do that. Yeshua was born when the temple was still standing. And if he didn't present himself at every Passover at the temple, if he missed one Passover during his entire life, he would have sinned. That's a sin, according to the Torah. That's a sin. And he had to live perfectly. What three-year-old do you know could get himself to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover? What three-year-old could do that? Not one on earth. And Yeshua was no different. Yeshua wasn't packing his bags at three, throwing stuff over his shoulders and be like, Joseph, Mary, we got to go to Jerusalem. They're like, oh my gosh, a taco baby. That never happened. When he was three, he was like, you know, still working on, you know, bladder control and wandering off into the into the fields and Mary's chasing him down. Jesus, you know, Yeshua, get back here. You know? That he was he was a parented. 
So if Joseph and Mary didn't take baby Jesus to the Passover, then he would have had sin in his life. He would have. Don't, don't, don't try to come at me and say, oh, well, when he became an adult, he would have been responsible for himself, and then he would have. No, 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 no. He had his entire life from birth to death had to match Torah. It had to match the Moedim, because his whole life matches the high holy days found within the scriptures. His whole life matches all those. Birth, death, and return. And if he messes up one iota, if he slips a little bit to the left or to the right, he becomes a sinner and can no longer become the Messiah. So he that's why in the Gospels you find Yahshua at the Passover feasts. That's why they didn't ever have to go get him in Galilee. They know where that dude lived. They just wait for him to come to Jerusalem. He comes every year. And people would tell him, yo, Yeshua, don't go up in there. The Pharisees going to kill you. And he would say, what? I got to go. So that it might be fulfilled. Those were the words he used. Not my. I didn't use them words. That was him. You know what I'm saying? He, he was in the temple for a reason when he saw them money changers. And he started beating them and whipping them and sending them out. He was in there because he had requirement to be there. He had to follow the law perfectly. He had to fulfill it. And when he was three years old, it was no exception. So the parents that God chose to raise the Messiah, guess what they did on Passover? Hmm? Guess what they did on Sukkot? I get, I'm getting all my things mixed up, but you know what I'm saying? I was like trying to go through Moedim in my head. I'm like saying it wrong in my head. And I, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Guess what happened to him on the eighth day? Joseph. This is what Joseph did. This is what Joseph. Let me get you. Let me give you a little parenting advice, right? This is what Joseph did on the eighth day. He said, oh man, my son was just born today. He hopped on Google and he typed in need circumcision near me. Enter. And he clicked enter and then he pulled up his little google maps and he said okay let's find some circumcisers near me oh here's one then he grabbed his little flip phone popped that thing open and then joseph got on and said uh yes um rabbi uh-huh yes my son was just born today yes uh no 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 no, no. it was it was actually directly uh before sundown and the priest had not yet blown the horn okay so I, yes, yes, sir. So I, I, are you available? Cause I need you in, uh, exactly seven days because, uh, we have crossed into the new day. Are you, you are available. Okay. Thank you. I'd like to schedule an appointment for my son, Yeshua, so that he can be circumcised on the eighth day. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Bye. That's exactly what Joseph did. Y'all. He made sure that his son was circumcised on the eighth day in accordance with the laws and scriptures. So if you want my parenting advice, <laughs> if you want my parenting advice, I would advise you to do what the best parents that ever walked this planet did, which is ensure that your children walk according to the Torah. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You ain't hearing me. You ain't hearing me. And I know what you're saying. You got all, but Paul said, but Paul said, I ain't talking about Paul. Get that nasty fake interpretation out your mind. You've been lied to. What did Yeshua do? He lived his life according to the Torah. And if we're talking about parenting advice, what did his parents do? They made sure he was circumcised on the eighth day. Don't tell me Yeshua was up on that cross uncircumcised. Because he wasn't. Because he wasn't. He was. Because his daddy, his parent, made sure 
he fell in accordance with the law. He, that's, that's what he made sure he did. That's what he did. Man, little kids can't control their lives. They can't control whether they uh, migrate for a feast to Jerusalem or not. They can't control whether they eat lamb on, on the 14th of Nisan. They can't, even, they can't slaughter the lamb on a certain day and prepare it for the people. Three-year-olds can't do that. Four-year-olds can't do that. It probably wasn't until he was like nine or ten that he started helping out cutting throats and stuff of, of goats and sheep with his daddy to make sure it was prepared for the Passover feast. There's a whole portion of his life he had no control on whether he was a sinner or not. Now you're going to get into original sin and all that stuff. Man, get out of here with all your mess. How come every time I try to bring something up, y'all coming up in here with mess? That's all. Well, technically, according to original sin, man, you don't know what the heck you're talking about. Ain't none of the words you just said in the Bible that I read. Ain't none of them in there. That's all invented concepts. There was a portion of Yeshua's life where he was incapable of taking care of himself and his parents ensured that he followed the Torah so that when he got capable of taking, him, taking care of himself, he continued to follow the Torah and that's how he lived a perfect Torah life. It wasn't all because he just miraculously made sure that he got up on the, on the seventh day and walked all the way down to Jerusalem to get circumcised on the eighth day by himself as a seven-year-old. Woo-wee, miraculous Jesus. Nah, man, he didn't do none of that. He didn't do none of that. And you wasn't picked to be a parent of the Messiah. You know why? Because you don't even follow the law. Sinner. <laughs> I'll just mess with y'all, man. I'm a sinner, too. I'm a sinner, too. Man, everybody likes to think that people that follow the law, that try to follow, like, y'all think you're better than me. You think you're righteous, just like the Pharisees. No, the Pharisees thought they were better than people. I think when you start following the law, you realize how worthless you are. You realize how much you really don't know and how much you really don't got your stuff together. And it forces you to try to be better. When you don't have the law, you just create your own form of re reality. And morality comes be what you think is right or wrong. But it ain't about what you think. It's about what God thinks. And the law gives specific guidance. We have denominations because we broke away from it. And now morality becomes whatever you want. And now we're arguing over original sin and Duncan baptism and circumcision this and should we eat pork. And we're arguing all this weird stuff because we got away from the true concepts found within the word of God. And the best parents that ever walked the face of the earth ensured that their son hit the requirements of the Torah. That's why you wasn't picked, sinner. That's why you wasn't picked, Israel. That's why ain't nobody up, up, up in this house of Israel was picked to be the Messiah. You were chosen for such a time as this. But you weren't chosen for that time for a reason. Because you wasn't righteous like them. And if they weren't righteous according to the Torah, then Yeshua would not have been righteous according to the Torah. They had to hit requirements. So if you want my parenting advice, make sure your kid knows the Torah and meets the Torah requirements. That's what the best parents that ever walked the face of the earth did. I'll say that again. The best parents that ever walked the face of the earth that were hand-selected by the Most High. Hand-selected by the Most High. That wasn't an accident that Mary was pregnant. Virgins don't just get pregnant by accident. There was a divine conception. She was chosen... Because the Most High said, I need a woman 
that's going to make sure her eight-day-old baby gets circumcised. She followed the law. Listen up, Catholics. Listen up, Catholics. Hear me now. Mary kept the Torah. If she didn't, Yeshua wouldn't be the king. Or oh, hold on, let me speak Catholic for a minute. The Holy Mother Mary and the Immaculate Conception had to have fallen the law of the Jews because if she didn't, Jesus Christ would not have been our king and savior. Oh, Domine. All right. Did I, I don't speak fluent Catholic, so I hope that that came across. Man, I'm just playing with y'all. I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm happy because because as a parent, I now know what to do. And I'm happy. I got a kid, man. I, I'm responsible for a little bit of human being. And if that little bit of human being turns out to be a, a, a waste and a drain on society and ends up, you know, getting thrown in hell because they don't believe in the Most High, well, that's on me. I need to ensure, and we can all agree on this, right? You need to ensure that your kid goes up in a way so that when they get older, they do not depart from it. And now we're getting to the scriptures you like to use for parenting. But the way that they should go, that they should not depart from it, where do you get your example? Oh, I get mine from Joseph and Mary, who ensured that their son met the Torah requirements until he was old enough to meet the Torah requirements for himself. The best parents that ever lived kept the Torah. The most blessed mother that ever walked the face of this earth. I mean, I love my mama. Mama, if you listen, and I love you. I ain't dogging on you. I ain't dogging on you, mama. I love you. I love you, daddy. I love my mom and dad, y'all. I had to stop and say that to them, just in case they listen. My mom tries to tune in sometimes, uh, but you know what I'm saying? I want to make sure that they know that I love them, and they did, they did a good job. But, uh, you know, I wasn't chosen either. You know what I'm saying? And, and neither was my parents. They, the, Joseph and Mary were chosen for a reason. They observed the Torah. So do you want my parenting advice? Keep the Torah yourself so that your example will spill over on your child and they will keep the Torah. Because if your child doesn't grow up in the Torah, there ain't no way they're going to be like Jesus. And we're supposed to be like Jesus? And we're supposed to... Uh, we, what would Jesus do? WWJD. That was like super popular when I was a kid, man. Everybody loved the WWJD bracelets. People didn't even believe in Jesus was wearing those things, man. That was popular. What would Jesus do? That was a thing. It like exploded in the 90s. It was like, and what would Jesus do? He followed the Torah. He had to. So if you want to raise your kid to be as close to Jesus as he can be, then you better raise your kid to follow the Torah. You better raise your kid to be circumcised on the eighth day. You better teach your kid about the feasts. You see, Jesus had had been to Passover before. All right? The Last Supper wasn't his first rodeo. All right? That wasn't the first time where he's like, man, I better finally do... You know, you know what I've always wanted to do before I die? I've always wanted to celebrate a Passover dinner. I'm going to go ahead and knock this out before I get it. You know, hang out with some friends. Eat some lamb. No! He'd been doing it his whole life. Where do you think he learned that stuff from? His daddy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he learned it from the Most High. Well, there's probably some truth to that. But the Most High didn't miraculously come down and circumcise Jesus on the eighth day. And Jesus wasn't born already circumcised. I mean, it was the parents. They ensured that he followed that. 
And if you want to be a good parent, you need to ensure that your child as well follows the law. Look, y'all, all truth, every single truth. You want to know the truth about, about something? It will always lead to God. Always. All, because he is truth. He is truth. Every, every like I, I study people from all, like all over. Like I read all about viruses. I, I read about geology. Uh, you know the the stars, the moon, the sun, all the, all that stuff. And every single person that that comes to the true conclusion of that subject, like a guy that I that I study that that found the truth of a virus. You know what he said? He said when I saw them little buggers, I knew that there was a god because that is not regular <laughs> that is designed that is a non-living entity that does all kinds of crazy stuff and he believes in god now because he studied viruses or people that study the moon and they're like yo there must be a god if that if that's if that's what a firmament is if that's what a rakia is man there must be a god all truth leads to the most high and the truth about the best parents that ever walked the face of the earth they followed torah and that truth points us to the Most High. Because the Torah points us to the Most High. Yahshua was the perfect embodiment of Torah, and there was a portion of his life that he could not control. The best parents on earth made sure their kid followed Torah, and then that kid followed Torah until the day of his death. So what should you tell your child to do? Well, I guess you're just going to have to figure that out one out for yourself, because if you haven't figured it out based off what I'm talking then you ain't never going to figure it out. So good luck with your kids. <laughs> I'll be praying for you. And this is the art of being. And I am Jason Trader. And we are on Facebook at The Art Being. We're on Twitter at The Real Art of Being. And you can find us on Gmail if you'd like to talk to us. We're theartofbeing at gmail.com. But there's a three for the E in being. So it's the art of the letter B. The number three ing at gmail.com let us know what you think we're also on patreon if you choose to support us but i don't really need your support because i got the most high uh and uh all you parents out there you better listen up and you better teach your kids to follow the way and that way the best parents that ever lived was torah they did torah the best parents that ever walked did torah that's what they did so that's my parenting advice to all you parents and you catholics better listen up because mary was a torah observer Alright? She had to be. Or her son would not have been if she didn't wait 40 days to be cleansed and purified according to the Torah and present her child in the temple, then he would not have fulfilled all. But guess what we find when we look in the scriptures? Mary bringing Jesus to the temple 40 days after her purification. That's how you're able to even to figure out when he was born. Because certain things are happening at the temple when they show up. Y'all better listen up. The best parents on earth, I recommend we do what they do. If you want to be like the Blessed Mother Mary, uh, like I said, if you're a Protestant, you probably don't give her enough credit. If you're Catholic, you probably give her too much. But if you want to be like her, you better raise your children up in the Torah, just like she did. So that's my parenting advice for the day. I love you guys. I hope you've learned from this, and I guess I'll catch you next time. Bye.